stadium. Their silence is deafening. 136 Israelis are still being held hostage by Hamas. Bring them home. in beautiful South Pasadena, California. This is the Blue Heaven Podcast. Couldn't remember if I had the soundboard ready to go or not, but I did because we are ready to do this and we are excited to do this. What's going on, Dodgers Nation? My name is Clint. You can find me on the internet. You can. You absolutely can. Yeah, you can tell we're very excited, very prepared over here. It's Monday. It's hotter than balls outside. Guys, my name is Brooke. You can find me at BrookeMe3. On Twitter and Instagram on today's show. Well, baseball. The injury gods giveth and the injury gods taketh away. We got to talk, uh, you know, we had a good week of baseball, but also we had to pay the price for it. A couple of guys that are going to be out, a couple of guys that we're a little worried about. We'll talk about those. We'll also talk about Mr. Trevor Bauer himself because, well, you pay the man a lot of money, you expect a big result from him. And right now, over the past couple of games, that's a little concerning. A little, little worry, a little bit of worry to that. Again, get into that later. We also got a new segment. I'm happy about it because usually I'm most excited about our segments when the title just kind of rhymes a little bit. So we're going to play a new game called Let Him Play or DFA, and we're going to pick one player each week or whatever. And we'll probably forget about the segment. You guys who have been watching us forever, you know, we forget about a lot of things. It just happens. Also, reason to be excited. Reopening day is here. We made it. This I'm is that, very excited. I won't be there. This is that yeah. light at the end of the tunnel they told us about for a year and a half. Yeah. And God, so much more on today's Blue Heaven podcast. But first, we've got to remind you, this is a podcast, so do subscribe. We're on iTunes, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Google Play, Stitcher Radio, Player FM, uh, Pandora, everywhere your podcasts are available for free. We probably live there, and it's a good way where if you can't watch us live, you can hear us later. And uh, like I tell, like telling people, argue with your with us to yourself in the car. It's a great pastime for uh, traffic, which I guess is now fully back. Oh yeah, I sat in real traffic the other day. It was not enjoyable. Did not like it at all. I forgot that there used to not be cars on the road. <laughs> Guys, don't forget this is also a live stream. We are here. We're going before game today uh, today because we're at seven seven ten. Is that when we're at today? Uh, we obviously don't want to compete with the Dodgers because you know. We're not that entertaining. So make sure you drop into the chat. Let us know where you're listening today. If you're in the car, please do not let us know where you're listening from today because that's dangerous and you sh- should you should not do that. Yeah. Uh, Anthony is looking forward to playing Let Him Play or DFA. He's really excited about our new segment that we just made up today. It's a good one. A lot of that rhymed. <laughs> this is very confusing. Headwin over on may. YouTube says, hi, guys. Summer over on Facebook says, Long Beach, California. Go Dodgers. Sierra checking in says it's too hot. Can one of you turn off the sun? Do you have uh, Do you have an in with the guy that does it? The sun guy? No, uh, no, no. He uh, he moved. Oh, yeah. That's dumb. That's Thanks for hanging out with us, Sierra. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> Ryan over on YouTube says it's like a light switch turned off for Bauer, and that's something what we will talk about. But yeah, it does not look good. Uh, Nicholas over on Periscope says talk about the Eraldis Chapman trade. Nope. There's a trade. I don't. I don't. I don't know. I don't. I don't. Think oh, is so. it because the Yankees are really, 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 really bad? Yeah, we don't want him either. No. 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 I no. think. Uh, I think Kenley is better than Araldis Chapman, which is wild to say. But here we are. Matthew's losing track of time. He's losing his days. He thought it was Tuesday, but it's Monday because it's a good day with the Blue Heaven podcast. Hey, look at that! This guy's already winning points. We appreciate you, Matthew Thomas, on YouTube. Um, you know, Mondays suck, but at least we're here to make them better. 
Roach says hi from the Cone Pass. Is that where he is now? <laughs> I love it. Yeah, pretty much. Oh, good yeah, job. Victorville. It's close oh, enough. Oh, yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Wow, you're so so friendly to all of our fans. Salvador says I hate injuries. Uh, me too. I've got a lot of them going on right now. Um, my wrist. Gary's got a couple wrist <laughs> yeah, injuries. Yeah, Gary's got wrist. I got hamstring. Yeah. Um, yeah, we're all on the, the IL right now. Yeah. yeah. Keeping on the DL that we're on the IL. Let's dive into it. We got all the stuff and things. That's what I called this particular segment. Well, Dodgers won two of three since we last spoke. Beautiful fans and friends out there. Um, took two of three from the lowly Rangers. You want to take at least two of three. You probably wanted to go for another sweep. The L came mm-hmm. with uh, your boy Trevor Bauer on the bump. A little bit of um, growing concern on that. We're going to get a lot more into uh, the Bauer stuff a little bit later. And not singling out Trevor Bauer, but he's sort of our main focal point right now for at least a uh, reasonable conversation and segment about things. So, um the lazy Sunday, the boys still pulled out a win, but Dave wasn't very happy about it. Uh, you know, I, I had trouble with that one because, <laughs> I mean, we won. I wasn't expecting to win that game. I mean, you put out that lineup. Yeah. <laughs> First of all, you lead with that lineup. Obviously, Max and Cody not in it. There's only so much that you could do, but, you know, you got Luke Rayleigh in there. I mean, with all, with all due respect to Luke Rayleigh, I mean, you look at that lineup and you just think from the start, you're like, ah, it's not a, it's not really a winning lineup. But no. also... You know, when he was asked, like, hey, what part did you not like about it, Dave? What were you upset about? It wasn't so much the ninth inning meltdown that he mm-hmm. wasn't – it didn't seem like that. What specifically he wasn't happy about, again, was not willing to be like, hey, I didn't like this specific part of it. But, yeah. I mean, what else was there to not really like, I guess, is my question. I don't like how our guys aren't healthy. Is that it? Yeah. I blame uh, our not healthy guys on on uh, on a bad ninth inning or whatever. But, yeah, there was nothing – there's no other – points you could really like exactly uh this this is bad because somebody did x or y or didn't do x or y no it's you got phil bickford coming in and getting nothing done which once again goes to show that i cannot say nice things about people because then they immediately make me look like an idiot yeah you have a tendency to uh really point out people you know jags you really like jags i love jags i'm a big jag off yeah uh it did not go well for you it did not. i was really hoping i was really hoping i was like this is a good spot for him up a ton of runs against a bad team it was not a good spot for me you want to know why because it was against all left-handed hitters it was against all left-handed hitters but his stuff plays up against left-handed it breaks down and in on them it's good it's not i, I it think did, it, i, did I not don't look good i don't know the numbers i think the numbers uh said that he hasn't been great against lefties but also small sample size so you can't really say that much but still yeah said something nice about him and uh didn't work he he struggled to find the zone and 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 uh really he struggled to miss bats that was his biggest problem and you know your boy just he looked a little erratic and it, it happens it was a hot day hot day you know, sun's shining that warm california sun Ninth inning roll. Now we're not get used a, to it. Now we're going to get a DCMA or whatever the letters are. DMCA. Run DMCA. Yeah. It's a- Doug's, it's Doug's oh. Twitter handle or whatever it is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So Kenley had to come in. Kenley mopped, uh, mopped up, sort of. He did what he does in those situations. He doesn't do well with runners on base. It's just that's what we need to accept. He needs to come in only for clean innings. And, you know, when he doesn't have mess right he performs very well but when there's somebody there whether it be a fake runner on second because of some stupid extra inning rule or inheriting a mess 
when you're coming into you're not expecting to pitch when there's a five five run lead in the ninth. Eh. I don't know. I like it. It's like he's pitching with spite almost. Like he's just like he comes in already pissed off. Like man, there's people on base. I didn't do this. What the hell is this? And then he just gives up some hits. Yeah. It is what it is though. They made it through it. They got the win. Channeling his inner Pedro Bias. Oh, we look miss at him. The... He still hasn't pitched in 2021. I'm Friendship. Pretty sure. He still hasn't pitched. He today. has not. Oh, I don't know guy. what happened. Oh. Did he did he sprain his body face? Yeah. Did they not have the right pole to block the sun in in the outfield there oh, in yeah. Houston? Anyways, big time Pedro Bias fans, go back and listen to our our uh, our. What do you want to call this? Our box set here. And you'll find out how much we love Pedro Baez. At any rate, moving on. Dodgers take two of three from the Rangers. They do what they're supposed to do. Sitting one game back of the San Francisco Giants of uh, from being in first place in the NL West. They're also that game back of having the best record in the National League. And they are two and a half games back out of uh, having the best record in baseball because Tampa Bay, what the hell? Like, they're just wilding out. Dick Mountain is clearly a goat. He went from from twins. They were supposed to be good. Now they're trash. Boom. Goes to Tampa. Best best team in baseball. I don't know. Just, it all comes together. I don't know what they're doing out there. I don't know what they're feeding them. But on the positive <laughs> side, I mean, you know, you take five of six from the Rangers and Pirates. That's kind of what we were talking about. Mm-hmm. I had said if they don't take at least four, it's a pretty disappointing series. Um, and they did. They took five of six. Yeah. Saturday also sucked big butts uh it was uh if you were in attendance on saturday that now, if you were in attendance on saturday i apologize yeah. uh did not see that one coming i can say that yeah dm brooke for a refund he he's got you taken care of i went friday so yeah and you took all the good runs i did I wasn't that like another one of those uh stupid records that they just make up every day now it's like first time the first back time to back in history yeah. yeah there's somebody that's their job <laughs> it's like let me take an obscure stat that we can just throw out there but another good news those Padres are uh they're not doing too hot. I mean, they've you know, they've run into some tough luck uh with their health as well. Manny Machado is also not very good this year, not no. playing nearly up to his potential. They've lost six of tens, they're three games out of first place. Feels Look nice. how far the mighty have fallen. I know, right? It's not that far. But, but it's, it's, it, you know. it's cool though. Fernando Tatis is getting documentaries made about him and shit. Yeah, man. I, <laughs> the sad race. Cool whip special, yeah. the sad race. Sad race. I, I do really like that. Uh, you know, I, he's good for baseball, and I'll always yeah. say that. But uh, it is really, really funny how often they post one of his highlights in, in their losses. <laughs> they've, they've finally admitted to it. Like, the MLB people have yeah. finally admitted. It's like, yeah, look, we're posting another one. Just yeah, deal yeah. with it. Yeah, like they won today. So, F- Whatever. If Tatis is the guy you want to have be your poster child. YOLO, as uh, Margaret Thatcher used to say back in my day. I Zach Grinky, but, uh, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Just him sitting crisscross applesauce or whatever the hell the kids call it sitting mm-hmm. there on the floor. Yeah, so um, of other news, of other things that happened, the, I guess the biggest bit of news outside of the injuries, uh, the Dodgers finally gave up on Dennis Santana. Career 6 point. 4-2 ERA in parts of four, somehow four MLB seasons. I mean, his ba- debut in 2018. Uh, my immediate thoughts were like, like finally. I, I Honestly, I was kind of surprised to see him DFA because he still has options and all of that. But mm. what are your thoughts on uh, on old uh, Dennis? Uh, pretty similar to what David said. Stuff's there. Um, it can play up eventually. It can be a big guy of the bullpen, I think, long term. He's just not executing, and he just hasn't for four years. Um, do you think he makes it through waivers? 
I mean, you got to imagine some team is going to be like, yeah, I mean, the stuff's there. He's a good right arm. He's got a good fastball. The, the funny thing is if, if the situation was flipped, and I think I read this, somebody had a similar take on the uh, the tweeter machine. The situation was flipped. This is exactly the type of dude that Andy Friedman would go out and get. Oh, 100%. He'd be all over this guy. I mean, he'd be a Dodger by tomorrow. So, But he is a Dodger. You know, it's going to be the Giants. Yeah. And a Santana mean, pitching at Oracle. A lot of room. My boy Onkit's going to love that one because their bullpen is hot trash. And they love former Dodgers, so it all win, He win, would win. actually provide a uh, significant upside for some of the options that San Francisco has right now. So that, yeah, I could see that happening. I mean, he's available. Go get him. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, he can remain with the Dodgers if he passes through waivers. I see somebody asking uh, MH on YouTube saying, I thought DFA meant sent back to the minors. No, that would be a full option. Uh, they're attempting to send him back to the minors, but be off of the 40-man roster. Uh, but he has to pass through uh, 29 other teams. Every other team gets an opportunity to acquire this player and put the, uh, him on their big league roster. But if nobody wants him, he can go back to the minor minors. Minor minor. Yeah. Yep. No 40 man, but uh, that's yeah. a tough spot to come from too. being DFA'd on your own team and then coming back to the big leagues. So it doesn't happen a lot no. on your own team. Yeah. Anyways, other stuff uh, of, of the random uh, assortment of uh, stuff and things. The all-star game voting is underway and Max, Mad Max is leading at first base. It looks like there's a lot of Dodgers in the top five too. So I guess people are ballot box stuffing. Yeah. Uh, I will say. Not a lot of Dodgers deserve to be on the All-Star game, guys. No. Uh, you know, I, I think it is what it is. If you want to be very homer about it and vote your guys, you know, I got, I don't have a big problem with that if that's how you want to do it. Yeah, he doesn't um, have a big one. There's a huge problem with huge it. Huge problem with it. All-Star game is you. about getting the best players there, not your favorite players there. And that's, uh, you know, it is what it is. That's my opinion. I just don't <laughs> want to be the, you know, whatever year the Royals stuffed their ballot mm. box and got eight of their guys in. And I was like, these guys are all garbage. Like, <laughs> this yeah. is terrible. So you look at it. Max Muncie, absolutely deserving of being there. You look at Corey Seager, I think, was in third place at shortstop, yeah. which is like, I mean, Fernando Tatis has like 40% of the vote, so he's absolutely not you know, going to win that battle. Uh-huh. So I'm, I'm also fine with that. Mookie being fourth in outfield was highly questionable for me, personally. What, in terms of being like that high? He or? should not be number four. He should be like not even 10 right now. I People mean, like in Mookie. terms of popularity, he's a good dude. I love it's, him. It's, it's not It's not about the policies. It's about the name and the show. So this is the same as uh, with the gold glove. Yes. You have to have also a good bat to win a gold glove. And, uh, you know, as, as we can note that it's a down year, sure, for Mookie, but he's still putting up, like, above average numbers. I think he has, a, what, an OPS over 800. Yeah. It's just not, it's not all pretty and sexy. Definitely not an all-star. Um, I would take CT3 as an all-star over him because he's putting up a beast of a year. I think he's, what, second on the team in uh, in baseball reference, wins above replacement. So he's just ripping the cover off the ball. Dude's pretty gnarly. And outside of that, I mean, maybe Kenley, Walker Bueller, 100%. I was going to ask you. I had a question about uh, about that last uh, week that I didn't get to. But I, is Walker Bueller like the the true de facto ace of this team, and nobody's really talking about it? Yeah, I mean he's. <laughs> he's look like, at the year he's having. He's man. very. The funny thing is, like he's not that he's necessarily being overshadowed by everything else that's happening in the mm-hmm. rotation, but it, it kind of is. Like while every other guy has gone through stretches of being very very good, like you look at Julio. Julio had like three or four good games where you're like, holy hell, Julio was having this kind of season. Mm-hmm. Kind of came back down to earth. Kind of more reasonable. So leads the league and wins. Still, nine. still very good. What he's doing. Uh, Trevor Bauer, another guy who started off fantastic over the last couple of days, hasn't looked. A couple of games hasn't looked very good. Clayton Kershaw, another guy has gone through a rough stretch in his own. 
But I mean, Walker has like very silently been like, hey, I'm going to put up a 2.3 or whatever it is yeah. ERA and strike out a ton of batters and keep my walks down. And everyone's like, okay, well, where did he come from? He also started the year on time for the first time in a long time. Tight pants wins. That's just the way it goes. But I mean, at this point, there's a good chance that he makes the all-star team. There's a good chance that he pitches, a, you know, an inning probably in the all-star mm-hmm. game. Um, I had seen somebody on Twitter say it. I don't remember who it was, but somebody's like, at this point, I'd be really happy if all of the Dodgers opted out of the all-star game because <laughs> yes. we have had a really difficult time staying healthy. Um, and I would not want to play an exhibition game and risk further injury to somebody. I know it doesn't happen often, but it does happen and I don't like it. But I want to say Chris Taylor way way lower than he should be in all-star voting way lower number six people just don't know about the uh the good gospel of ct3 our our, our christ and taylor i just don't get it man doesn't make any sense to me i mean the dude is one of the most valuable players on the team he's behind mookie in all-star voting really yeah mm-hmm. nicholas pointing out over here in periscope walker doesn't lose that's another uh thing that kind of snuck up on you yeah, yeah. <laughs> he hasn't lost in what twenty nine outings or something like that, or twenty three. Got to go back to September two thousand nineteen. Yeah. So it's, I think twenty nine way back machine postseason and regular yeah. season com- combined starts. I mean that that is a hell of a statistic. He, <clears throat> I mean, he very graciously and humbly pointed out that it doesn't really mean anything other than the fact that he has a really yeah. good team around him, which is true to an extent. But also that's that's kind of like what the great pitchers say. Yeah. <laughs> I love. I love how well Walker can tow the company line. Mm-hmm. Like, he got that just down. Well, because he grew up in the shadow of Clayton Kershaw. Like, mm-hmm. he knows exactly what he's supposed to say. He knows when he's supposed to say it. He knows how to say it. He knows how to thank the people around him. He knows how to be gracious to his teammates and be a good teammate. And he's really good at it. That stat is a lot more meaningful than it, I think people think it is. Because, obviously, wins yeah. and losses don't carry as much weight anymore. But the fact that you can keep your team in those games mm-hmm. for that that long of a stretch including playoffs is huge because i mean i mean we haven't had that kind of guy in a long time no no usually don't or at least another one there's always curse there's always a curse that's going to keep you in the game and that's mm-hmm. that's his thing that's why it makes him a hall of famer but to have another guy and just doing it quietly under the radar cold froze on uh youtube calls him a uh, mr walker bueller a dark horse cy young that's uh I think didn't one of us call him? I th- didn't I call him my Scion guy last year? It was when I decided to be a homer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Trust you're, that. You're really <laughs> trust that. I mean, it could have been worse. It could have been like when we had Hartung on and he went with uh, Stripling. That was his dark horse. <laughs> it was a dark horse. <laughs> uh, Gary Wallace on Facebook says uh, Taylor and Bueller are the only Dodger All Stars. Maybe Muncie would definitely have Muncie in there. I hope he doesn't play or start, but at least gets the nod. That would be nice. Uh, yeah, but. Can't see anybody else. Maybe Kenley. Just again, like we talked about last week. They like saves. They like save. The the, the chicks like saves, man. Roach says, where's Luke Rayleigh on the ballot? <laughs> no, give him the all-star game for being the most available person. <laughs> and 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 a clarification here on, on a, a note or a stat I said. Uh, Taylor is sixth on the team in baseball reference. Uh, wins above replacement at 1.8. Mookie. You're the man you hate who think you think should be DFA'd immediately. <laughs> 2.6 wins, uh, just a, a good hair behind Mr. Maxwell he's a, Muncy. He's in our DFA first. I let him <laughs> yeah, play. He's our first <laughs> inaugural guy. The other thing is we just can't have nice things uh, in our final part of this stuff and things uh, in a way. The boys start getting a little healthy, and guess what happens? The boys start falling apart. Cody get, is hurt. Uh, he's missing now his third straight start. Um, Max is on the injured list. He had 
the foot thing, ankle thing that now became a side thing that <laughs> Dave's just lying to himself, not wanting to call it an oblique. But it's like his side is hurt. I'm like yeah. his side. Yeah. There's like one big muscle down the side. No. <laughs> He's like, and, no, I don't think it's oblique. <laughs> and and Brooks' favorite part about all of this is with with that comes opportunity, and Luke Rayleigh exists once again. I, I explained this before, and I'll explain it again. I don't hate Luke Rayleigh. Mm-hmm. I hate that everything Luke Rayleigh stands for. <laughs> and he, he tells himself that in the mirror. He stands there in the mirror. For some reason, shirtless. What, really weird. <laughs> just stands what there. Luke Rayleigh represents is everything that I hate in life. Because when he's up, you know that means that the Dodgers are down. Yeah. And that it's not good. And, you know, that's no hate towards Luke Rayleigh. He's I think a nice boy. He's one of those guys that when he came back in the trade, I was like, that's a good piece to pick up. Like, that, uh-huh. that's a really good additional piece that we weren't expecting. He's a good bat. It turns out he's a good, you know, minor league bat. But it is what it is. <laughs> yeah, he's, crushing in AAA. He'll he'll fill that fill that void until uh you know he gets moved to another team or DFA'd or whatever mm-hmm. it is. He's not going to probably last much longer. On the uh, positive side of things, so we went with the negative. You know, we got Cody hurt. We got Max hurt. We got Luke Rayleigh existing at the big league level. Mm-hmm. The positive side of things, uh, Corey, your Sieg Seager Smooth. He's uh, he's doing two hand stuff. He's into two-hand stuff, aren't we all? Big same. Um, we've seen video now. If you haven't seen the video, check it out on our DodgersNation.com. We posted the video from our friend Dave S.A. over at AM570. Seeger doing work at shortstop, using both hands at the same time. It's pretty impressive. You know, not a lot of people can do that. I see. Yeah, I follow you. Do yeah, you yeah. think, uh, I mean, juggling. your prediction was that he would be your inside of the month. Are you still sticking with that? Do you feel good about that? If Dr. Clint... <laughs> Listen, listen, listen. If if there was a if there was a pressing need, mm-hmm. yes. But I think they're going to stretch Are it out a little bit. I I I think he could be if they if they I think he's also going to push for it because this is a this is a contract, contract year. year yeah. And he's not going to want to stay down in the minor leagues for seven games. He's doing everything. He's running, he's fielding, he's hitting. He's he's kept his condition up, conditioning up as much as he, he's been able to in the you know, past month. He's putting right. in the work to not have to go spend a week in the minor leagues. This is Corey F. and Seeger. Dude's a World Series MVP. He's a National League Championship Series MVP. The dude can fall out of bed and hit. That's what he does. He's not Cody Bellinger. He's Corey Seeger. He can hit without a whole lot of work all the time. So... Are you calling Cody wishy-washy? Uh, I, I I will say still on that fringe of within the month. If he takes live BP by Wednesday or Thursday, yes. It's happening. I think I had said post-July 4th. Yeah, yeah, because you're good, stupid. That was just a good yeah, marker yeah, yeah, for me. Dumbass. He might play playing on July 4th. I don't know. It's good, you know, national holiday, Seeger back. No, freedom isn't free. Then, Scott Alexander lives. It's the thing we learned. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> much, much to the chagrin of other, he became a 60 man IL guy right when the hell he did, is yeah. he even eligible to come off you can backdate that one a little further so he, he's, he can come off in July actually no he is, might be able to come off at the end of June but it probably won't it probably won't be do we July. want him to yeah I don't know I mean he was putting up numbers he was, you know, he was doing what he was doing more of what we expected from him when we made the trade for yes. him that's what I'm saying he's not necessarily putting up the numbers that you're like this is our lefty this is the guy we're going to go to in the bullpen where you need this guy it's not that situation but I mean you and I were <laughs> we were both very surprised to see them tender him a contract over yeah. the offseason where we were like second year in I a mean, row too I had already written him off I was like they're going to non-tender him I'm, it's not even a question in my mind I have no doubt whatsoever he's gone forget about him he's going to another team mm-hmm. and they're 
they're like one million dollar contract and i was like what the hell <laughs> how did that happen the pinky up in the whole um, thing so they obviously see something that we don't they love that ground ball yeah. rate that he's had in this past they love his ability to get righties out but when he, yeah when he's healthy he's got stuff and and i would i would take him right now over the guy we're going to talk about in our uh uh, our new brand new segment that I'm trying to buy time because I forgot what I called it. Oh, let him play or DFA. <laughs> I would take Scott Alexander over this upcoming guy we're going to talk about in, a, in a, about a minute. Um, Corey Knable is like just Different loitering. Yeah. He's just there. Dave likes that he's just there. I, th- I don't yeah. know. Maybe he's funny. Maybe we one of those dudes who just walks around like, I don't know. Does fart jokes? I hear people really like fart jokes. He just walks around. And he's like, "How was your weekend? Not long enough. Huh? All right, buddy, stay up." And then just walks away. And they're like, oh, "God, there he is again." Walks by the batting cage, working hard, hard to working huh? Yeah. He's one of those guys. The guys at the office that you just you're like, "I got a duck before he sees me." That kind of guy. You know, I haven't do a coffee run. You want anything? Huh? Small talk, boys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I love those guys. Yeah. So Big I'm thinking time. about I'm thinking about putting a new fence in a new fence into my yard. What kind of fence would you use? That kind of guy? Yeah. We should start yeah. like a podcast where we just you know shit on office work. <laughs> oh, I think the both much we hated with, it. with our powers combined. Like you remember just the painful silence, <sighs> just dead silence, and then a phone ringing in the background. Man, when I was in the corporate world, I had come out of the the automotive world. I was in a shop. Where um, it's just you know bad people. <laughs> Fart jokes are are are, are uh, the good type of things that would happen in an automotive shop. Yep. And then you go into a uh, you know global corporate world multi billion dollar company, and it's just silence. Did anybody say something? Shh. Hey, it's almost lunchtime. <laughs> Highlight of the day, huh? Anyways, devolving, devolving. And finally, the most important part of uh, the nice things that have happened is Yoshi Sutsugo is going out on a rehab assignment that's going to stretch for as long as it possibly can until they release him. Do you? Uh, yes. Does he make this team much longer? I mean, is he long for this team? Because they've no. given him a runway. I mean, How long can a rehab assignment last? <laughs> as long as they want to make it last, apparently. I think it's 30 uh, There days. is a limit. Yeah, yeah, you're not yeah. allowed to have them. So I give them 30 more days. <laughs> <laughs> I just don't see, barring injuries, which you know you can never really discount this day and age with the Dodgers, barring mm-hmm. any serious injuries, I just don't see a situation in which he makes this team much longer. Um, they gave him a runway, a runway that he was not expected to have, but he was given nonetheless because of injuries. He got to start a lot, yeah. arguably a lot more than he should have. Um he didn't do it. I mean, he didn't come through in any way, shape, or form. I think he, you know, he had one big RBI. That was great for him, and I'm happy for him and all that. But, hey, man, that guy, he just has so much potential, and he just could not find it over in the big leagues, and I feel feel for him. But realistically, I don't think he makes it through the season with the Dodgers at this point. I can't uh, I can't wait till we have uh, his Dodger career-like film role. Yeah. Going, playing to, I will remit, and then it just ends. That's as far as it makes it. I will say now that I've said this and it's on record and it's been recorded and it's live and I can't get it back because it's out there, he's probably like our World Series MVP or something now. I don't know what's going to happen. You know, I, I tend to speak these things into yeah. existence we, by accident. We have really weird mystical powers that don't exist. Yeah, I say I mean, nice things. They shit the bed. I mean, just you say bad things. They're like, I'll, I'll prove that girl broke wrong. Gavin Lux is going to owe me a lot of money from his contract. <laughs> By the time that his, you know, he gets his big contract, because uh, I made that happen. Yeah, yeah. 
Leslie says, Leslie says, so down to shit on workplace. <laughs> I think that could be a popular uh, podcast on its own. You know, we'll look into that. We got to think of the narrative though. Like, is it going to be, is it going to be like, like smooth, like talk, like morning talk, or is it going to be more like shock, shock, shock. We're going to be like really dive into crazy just, hour in the dude. Just like constant fart button. Nonstop. I gotta find that one again. I have. That's what she said. That's that'll be a big one. I really gotta update. I think there's more of these buttons I don't use anymore, and then there's there's it's hundreds of buttons, and I use so few. So let us know in the comments <laughs> below what sound you want to hear in your ear holes. You you could have such buttons as um as oof I wouldn't said screaming. I don't want to push that one. You guys want? Uh. Oh, we don't need. Uh. I got I got that. We got that. One. Got that unlocked. There you go. Boom. There you go. Oh, oh, and, and one of my favorites, which brings us back to, uh, well, brings me back to Married with Children. Anyways. <laughs> Real popular podcast over here. By the way, we're like one of the top Dodgers podcasts in the country, so uh, good for us. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Don't be putting us up somewhere where we are. <laughs> uh anthony says uh omg can i be a guest on that apparently we got a real real kick-ass uh, new podcast I can't, i'll I only do it on if i'm spot. on am radio yeah it's you gotta know. be real staticky <laughs> real staticky yeah. everybody loves am radio you know how much you listen to it find us on the iHeartRadio app <laughs> uh it's time for everybody's favorite new segment that's ever happened let him play or dfa yay that's the best one i had I need music for this one. All right. It's a new segment where we highlight one player that may be struggling or perhaps just the weakest link on the team at the moment and decide whether or not we're going to let him play or DFA his ass. It's real simple. This week, our inaugural let him play or DFA human person is, drumroll, um, Nate Jones. So Nate Jones it's a good build. Is, uh, is a dude. He's not a jag, but he's a dude because he's done things before. Who, I guess at the time the boys picked him up, kind of made sense, you know. Right, bunch of injuries, throw him in AAA, see what happens. Uh, it buys you a little bit of time to do what you want to do with Bruce Dargratterall, which is to keep him down in the minors and let him figure out some things and make him great. Hopefully, knock on table, make him great for October. You don't necessarily need a good good Bruce Dar in May and June. So, Nate Jones with L.A. in, I mean, obviously, it's a small sample size, but still. 8.31 uh, ERA in eight uh, and two-thirds innings pitch. He served up four home runs. He's letting it happen. He's just letting the ball go. Peripherals say he's a little bit better than that 8.31 ERA. Fielding independent pitching ERA, his FIP is uh, 8.23, so... Big time, uh, you know. You got to really dive into the numbers. So you really got to look at him. <laughs> he had a bad, bad walk problem in a short amount of time with Atlanta this year. I think he walked like twenty dudes in in twelve innings or something like that. It wasn't good. The numbers were were uh, a little uh, out of kilter. Um, he's since now with LA swapped his walk issues with dongs, allowing <laughs> a lot of hits and homers. And again, small sample size. The eye test. I don't think the eye test was there for a lot of people right away. He's like, "Hey, Batman, here comes the here comes the pelote." That's what they call it, right? I don't think they call it that. No, I don't think anyone's ever said that. Just go with it, right? Yeah, I'm going. Just give with me it. one thing. Um, so what we're talking got? about it. Do we let him play or do we DFA? My opinion. I'm going to go first because I'm just the best. Yeah, so it was all my opinion. You up. Yeah, I let him play, and I'll tell you why. 
I have never heard somebody as kind as Nate Jones is on the media calls. Every single time he gets off the media calls, he says, thank you all so much, and leaves. And I'm like, no one does that. Everyone's just like, yep, and then like dips out or, you know, kind of annoyed that you're asking them the question that relates to the sport that they play and their job title. I, you know, I don't understand that entirely, but Nate Jones, every question you ask him, 100% involved, 100% listening, 100% willing to expand on his answers if you ask him to. Yeah. Thanks every person every time they ask a question. Thank you. Thank you. Every single time they thank him. Super nice guy. Really appreciate him. He has the he has the runway to find and work things out right now because we don't really have any other options right now. So oh, there are with options. That in mind, would you rather have Joe Kelly going or Nate Jones pitching right now? Because that is like even a close call for me. Got it. In a high, at in least a, we have a Joe Kelly shirt. That's that true. Yeah, yeah, we do have him. We don't have a Nate Jones shirt. Um, <laughs> we do. We shouldn't make a Nate Jones so, shirt. <laughs> So to to devolve and dive into this, so mm. if I'm nice to you, I could like set your baby on fire. <laughs> as long as I'm just polite. Nate Jones just gave up home runs. He didn't kill my dog. <laughs> you know? I know. I'm just trying to like see yeah, how you gotta far... really find the yeah. The yeah. Line. I mean, sure, you know, killing something uh, against losing ball games right. isn't quite in the same plane. But I also I'm just trying don't to see have how a baby. <laughs> So, I don't know whose baby he's lighting on fire, but it's not mine. Hypothetical baby. I don't have any hypothetical babies either. Atta boy. That's right. <laughs> um, I'm a DFA. It's look, we we we've seen what he's going to be. Um, he hasn't been good for a while. Maybe you should have given him a little bit more seasoning at AAA. Let him find the zone a little bit more. They might have rushed him back to the big leagues. They might have had an out or something like that. Uh, sure, he's a nice guy. I don't know if that uh, is enough to make up for. Costing, I guess he doesn't really cost the team any wins, but he's not helping. He's putting other guys in bad situations. Like to leave him out there and try to have him figure it out, and then you have to have Kenley pitching in situations where he doesn't belong. Right. You can't have somebody like Phil Bickford and Nate Jones. You can't have two Jags trying to figure it out, even though one's a dude and the other one's a Jag. Yeah, it's really weird is that he has a a one seventy Babip. Which is wild that he can yeah, have a 170 BABIP and what's have his, a... What's his ISO? What's his ISO allowed? Yeah, I mean, he, yeah, he's just having... <laughs> his peripherals do not look good, first of all. But second of all, they're just kind of all over the place and kind of weird. So I'm not even going to try to dive into those. Uh, Matthew over on YouTube says, yeah, Brooke, make sure you trash talk him so he can win the Cy Young. And that's a good point. Ah. Should actually be being mean to him and not being nice to him. Because now that I'm being nice to him, he's probably going to get DFA'd. <laughs> oh man, I'm sorry, Nate. That's my fault. Again, he's a he's a nice boy, man. It, uh, and, and you know what? Hopefully, he proves me wrong. I would I would uh, pull the plug on it now. I mean, uh, hell, I might have even uh, might have even kept Dennis Santana over him because at least it's there's more there's stuff. stuff. There's more stuff, yeah, for sure. As opposed to just you know, fastball, fastball, fastball. This is where this is where it really hurts to have lost somebody like Corey Knable or for Bruce Dar to have missed basically the whole off season of preparation but um yeah juice nero says who or what is nate jones yes good call a nice gentleman according to brook me three you can throw that on his linkedin nice gentleman <laughs> a podcaster once said i was a nice guy <laughs> uh we got cameron saying dfa green saying is just release him uh yeah i know angelica also dfa so people uh, agree with me and not you um and that's the important thing that we've learned from this exercise is don't uh, just because they're nice. Don't don't let them take their shoes off on your couch. I don't know. This I don't know. Just do something. 
I'm gonna be over here for a little while. Just because they're nice, don't let them think. <laughs> okay, yeah, yeah, I got that. That was that was that was Doctor Phil shit right there. Right? I don't think it was. Sometimes guys. it's hard to see your face without a mirror. In a roaring stadium, their silence is deafening. 136 Israelis are still being held hostage by Hamas. Bring them home. Speaking of DFAs, guys, it's a good transition period. We got to talk about Trevor Bauer because the. Uh, <laughs> you, you leaving? <laughs> you don't want to talk about this? Well, I guess it's just me on the show today. This is uh, the Brook Heaven podcast. Um,. He's in a little bit of a slump. I think that's what we'll call it. I yeah. think, unfortunately for him, the timing of everything is less than ideal. Um, 4.32 ERA over his last four starts, which includes 11 walks, 23 punch-outs, but a 5.11 ERA over his last two starts. That includes six walks and 15 punch-outs. <sighs> Worth noting that the uh, foreign substance issue came out right before his last two starts. Mm-hmm. So those are the things that we're looking at. Those are the numbers that we're looking <clears> at. It's not great timing. It's not something that anybody wants to talk about. And obviously, we don't like singling people out. But in this particular instance, he is the easiest guy to single out because he's been the most outspoken about it. And he's the guy with the current target on his back across baseball. He's the guy that's going to be talked about as this thing kind of breaks down and the foreign substance issue becomes uh, more policed more Mm -hmm. heavily, Um, especially since the Dodgers just theoretically invested over $100 million into him. It probably won't end up being that much, but maybe it will now that he can't use the foreign substance. Um, you start looking at the dude's spin rate numbers, and we're going to dive into it a little bit because it's worth at least paying attention to. You go back to his uh, what's what's the month that starts with five May, right? Yeah, that's what it yeah, is. Yeah, yeah. His May thirty first start. Uh, you look at the uh, average RPMs on his spin rate versus the game RPMs. Not much different. They're actually a little bit higher during that game, so nothing to really you know write home about. Decent start, not terrible. Then you get into his last two starts, which were not very good. All things considered, went didn't go particularly deep into the game, threw a ton of pitches both times. Negative 200 RPM on his four-seam fastball in his June 6th start, which is, you know, it was in Atlanta. He said it was a humid yeah. day, which, you know, you look at Kershaw's numbers for that same weekend and they weren't that much different from what they normally are. So yeah, I kind yeah. of find that hard to believe, first of all, but also... When you're looking at RPMs, you're looking at foreign substance issues. One of the biggest things that they've already said they're going to look at is fastball RPM because that's the thing that makes the most difference. That's the thing that's the hardest to improve. That's the thing that doesn't change very much based on whatever you're doing to increase mm-hmm. spin rate. Curveball, you know, dips back and forth. You can go high, low on it any any time of the day. Um, in fact, his last start, it was actually up. So that makes sense. But down 200 RPMs, is that, in your mind, something that we're going to have to watch out for moving forward? My my biggest question with I mean obviously the timing of it is sus as the kids say, um, it could be something where it's just a, a more related to a slump, a slump bad time you know bad timing for this kind of slump with this just coming out, mm-hmm. but it's absolutely something to keep watching and and you're seeing the numbers all around the league that we'll get into. Um, uh, a little bit later as we you know kind of devolve or involve or whatever get more into this topic over devolved today but it is it's absolutely something to watch something to keep an eye on but um you know he's also at different points in his career pitched without the sticky including right. a very good by his own admission he are <clears throat> he's never 
<laughs> directly admitted to anything, but he has essentially pointed people to believe that he didn't mess around with any of the stuff in 2018, which is his best year as a big leaguer. Right. And that's where he told media recently to go look at my 2018 numbers and you tell me whether or not I can do it without the sticky stuff in so many words. Um, Sure, he can get there. But I think right now, uh, I don't know, man. Maybe it's just more mental and he's not as as uh, not as not locked in for, for justice or something like that. I don't know. I don't really know where to go with it. To answer your question, yes, it's something to watch. But I don't think it's fully a sticky situation. I agree. I think uh, you start looking at pitch counts even, just that mm-hmm. alone, which I know is something that he is always saying time and time again. Like, I didn't empty the tank. I still got a lot more to go. I can throw, a, you know. I think at some point, Dave Roberts has got to look at that and be like, you say that, <laughs> yeah, but it, it's not really showing it right now. You know, I throw you back out there for the seventh inning, you get laced for a double off the wall, and I got to make the change anyways. Like, what's mm-hmm. the point? What are we? What are we doing here? So, I think that part of it is the sticky, <laughs> the foreign substance issue. I think, of course, part of it's going to be that. But I do think, to an extent, uh, his workload needs to be managed a little bit better because throwing 126 pitches in San Francisco, I mean. Never should have happened, first of all. Never yeah. should have happened. An absolutely terrible decision all around. I know mm-hmm. that he's going to bully you, and I know that he's going to tell you, like, you better put me back out there. And I know he's that kind of guy that wants to go and compete, and I guess you can respect that side of it. But also, man, we are in June. <laughs> we're, we're not in October. Yeah. We're not even September. We're not even close to the – we're not halfway. We, You know, we need you the whole year. Yeah, and to, to consider on that front, on that point, to consider – Everybody is coming off of a 60-game season. Dude only pitched uh, 12 starts, including the postseason last year. So he's already eclipsed his numbers from the Mickey Mouse 2020 season. And you have a whole 162-plus deep into the playoffs because this is the Dodgers. This isn't anybody else. We expect to get to the World Series and win it. Uh, to, To... aimlessly throw 126 in San Francisco and, and, and Raymond on, on is on uh, YouTube today. He says um, he hasn't been the same since that start, which you can really point at. Yeah. And I, and that's where I kind of like started touching on the idea of the, uh, the mental side of it. Cause that was, that was the start of a massive spotlight being on him. He, you know, he goaded on the booze and the, in the crowd and all that. And it was cool. It was a, I don't know, for some, a a borderline endearing moment as a uh, as a Dodger, his first like real endearing moment as a Dodger or whatever. Right. Things haven't been the same since that point. So you wonder with, with that and all the sticky headlines and all that, you know, you can play it cool, you can play it like nothing bothers you, but you got to assume maybe something's bothering him a little bit. And, you know, it could make its way into – into the sequencing, into the stuff, into the the control, not the control, but the command. You know, he could be out there trying to make too perfect of a pitch instead of just letting his stuff, letting the, you know, the pitch eat or worried too much about whether or not he has to draw a sword on, on somebody or, or strut off the mound or if they're going to do the same to him um, if they hit a home run off of him. So I can see where all of that little mental stuff starts creeping into the back of your mind a little bit more and then you start trying to dot the ball you're walking more dudes, and to combat that, you're letting it leak into the middle of the plate, and it's getting cranked. Uh, he started talking about how like how good he is at not serving up or giving up runs when it's not on the home run, and then all of a sudden, they're just scoring every which way right now. I I personally want to lean more towards slump, and right. that's not that's not me being some you know Bauer defender here and all that. I just think there's um, it's 
it's kind of new territory. They haven't been in for a while, and he didn't throw all that much in 2019, at least healthy. So sort of my take on it. It's worth noting, uh, you know, over the next week, week plus, month, whatever it might be, there's going to be a lot made of, of pitchers and what they've been doing and their spin rates and yeah. how successful they have been or how much they've not been successful and things like that. It's worth at least noting. You look at the starting pitcher ERAs across Major League Baseball, uh, dating back to the beginning of the year, it has jumped a full earned run over the course of a month from a, from the opening day until this week, mm-hmm. a full earned run, which is, you know, maybe not significant in the long run of things, but over this p- particular period, it's pretty damn significant, especially since the, the actual jump in the full earned run didn't come until the last two weeks, which is, again, t- time's up with the foreign substance issue. <sighs> May 24th to May 30th, starting pitcher ERA 3.6. You jump forward to June seventh to yeah. June thirteenth. You're at four point six four. That is a full point one point zero four higher. That's not good. No. <laughs> that is an indication of things. I mean, you look at some of the big stars across baseball. Mm-hmm. Garrett Cole is a really easy one to single out for a good reason because the dude does not know how to answer dumb questions. Uh, a real easy dude to get under his skin. Um, <laughs> yeah. There's a lot of dips for these guys, and they're currently really going through a lot of these struggles. I mean, you know, aside from Jacob deGrom, who is just on another planet and is not considered yeah, human at this here. point, he is not a guy who is uh, going to change regardless of what the ball does or where you put the mound or where you put the batters or he, whatever you do. He belongs in, in a video game. Just going to say that. Absolutely. But you look at it, and this game is definitely going to change. I just don't see any way that moving forward, um, if they're going to implement these policies, if they're going to make sure, like mm-hmm. with every ounce of their being, that players and or pitchers are not using a foreign substance, yeah. the game is going to be different. And, you know, it's up to you to decide if it's better or worse. I don't really know at this point. I know that I don't love seeing everybody strike out every game. I will say that. <laughs> um, but also, I don't, I'm not big on messing with the game. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I mean, it's if they're going to clean it up, it's honestly for the better. Right. Get us, get us some, get it more offense that way, the way they intended. Uh, I, I think you just look at those numbers pretty quickly. You can put together that. Yeah. People have been cheating, but not exactly cheating. They've been, uh, they've been taking advantage of a rule that was not enforced. And MLB hasn't been enforcing this rule for the better part of a decade, if not longer, of course, but, um, those numbers tell you, hey, this is uh, this is obvious, and also, hey, uh, the the rumors and and the, the the conversations, the memos going back and forth between MLB and the Players Association, it's working because people are cleaning up their act <laughs> more. So you could also uh, almost immediately suspect that the sticky stuff and all the rumors and everything are exactly true because uh, Alex Cora, noted cheater. Manager of the Boston Red Sox came out and uh, said that he doesn't see, he didn't see any. Um, there was no connection to to the rules and the rule being enforced on the sticky stuff and and Boston starter ERA jumping. Uh, well, they they served up I think uh, forty runs over thirty nine innings or right. something like that. Yeah, yeah, they had a bad stretch. Sure, part of that slump again. We're in charted but not recently charted territories as you get out of or into oh crap this really is a 162 game season but when you see Alex Cora saying 
yeah, no, we didn't do that. They did it. They did it. They definitely did it. They're doing it bad. They're probably going to try to do it again. They probably have Apple Watches, too, because, you know, Alex Cora is a cheat, even though they all love him and his players love him and whatever. Doogie loves him. Kike loves him. Whatever. He's a cheat. He cheated the Dodgers out of 2017 World Series, and he just let it happen, and then he brought some of that cheating over to 2018. Anyways, boom, Alex Cora. Love you, bud. We do have a uh, Astros fan in the chat. So, Carlos, just specifically for you, I will speak slower, and I will use not big words. I know it's tough out there in Texas. Just for you, Carlos. Anyways, that's my shot at the, uh, Texas as a state. Isn't the... Isn't the... Yeah, they're, they're from the smart part of Texas. Oh, okay, yeah. cool. Yeah, yeah. High smart part of Texas. Um, anyways, let's dig into a few of the comments here. Uh, Angelica asked if the MLB note came on a sticky note. Uh, uh, oh. You get it? That's what we call a joke. Hey, Houston guy. That's a, a funny... It's you know. a sticky note, but that's also like a product you can get at Staples. Eat fresh. He's Staples? not, not going to get it. Staples still a thing? Do yeah, they, they have staples have, in you Texas. Know, they're in the gun. They staple them. Uh, yeah. Of course. What about the restaurant? Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, where are we at? Oh crap! I'm way behind in the comments. As usual, you know how we do. Oh, people are trashing on the uh, on the trash drills guy. We're also loving uh, loving on Alex Cora, our long a long uh, a long time friend, Alex Cora, friend of the show, big time. Uh, fan Alex Cora Watchers Wation it's huh. good heck heck really liked whatever we said I don't know thank you heck we appreciate you heck all right uh, I guess the final bit reopening day is here uh we are we are starting reopening day on Tuesday so if you're listening to this as a podcast on uh, on Tuesday is reopening day and there's reason to be excited we made it we made it to that other side of the uh, the light at the end of the tunnel and all the other crap that they lied to us about for forever it's just things are opening things are cool it's going to be real 100 million dollar renovation dodger stadium people are going to be at tomorrow and going through all of it you hope people are going to be getting kicked out of the bars underneath the loge level or uh, uh, pavilion level uh, Brad Paisley is going to be playing the national anthem, and a bald eagle is probably going to fly over along with the. You think they'll have jets? Um, oh, the man. jets? Man, no, not like the jets. I don't want them. Like the flyover jets. Yeah, yeah. I'm a sucker for a flyover, dude. I you know, why not? If they're really going all out, they're bringing out the the gold uh, gold piping on the, the the unis. Are they having the yeah. the World Series? Uh, they're patch supposed back? to have their entire championship uniform back, which is very. Do cool. they get double rings? I don't think there's going to be another ring ceremony, um, but they they will have apparently they will have Dodger alumni, which you know that basically means Steve Garvey will be in the outfield somewhere uh, in the center field plaza. Um, Let me tell maybe, you about my reverse mortgage. Buy me on Cameo. Maybe Tim Leary. I don't know. I don't. I, he might be banned from the team. I'm not um, sure. Question: If there is, if for some reason there is another ring ceremony, who? Will Will Smith pull up in his wheel of my favorite player I grew up watching ever? He's like, who's not retired that we can get on the team? Hmm. Uh, but it's going to be a whole thing. It's going to be packed. I think the Dodgers fully yeah. expect it to be an entirely packed house. I think it's going to be insane. Auto gates open two hours before. You should probably get to the auto gates before that because I think it's just going to be nuts. Um, it's going to be really cool to see because – 2019 NLDS, that is the last time that we had a packed Dodger Stadium. Um, did not end well, obviously. Not. not a good memory, but uh, also none of us saw 2020 coming. But very excited to see that place packed out, see how loud it gets. Because the loudest I've heard it this year was on Pride Night. Mm -hmm. It was very loud at Dodger yeah. Stadium, but it was a lot of fun. Um, 
that was also with the fully vaccinated section. So I think they had some more fans than usual in there mm-hmm. that night. But uh, they did very much looking forward to seeing um, people. First alive. promo, the first giveaway in two years first is going to be happening. Justin Turner bobblehead, which I already have that bobblehead, by the way. They sold it in the offseason. Thief. Yeah. Oh, oh that's right. I'm supposed- oh, I did use it. I was wondering why I had like free parking when I bought parking when I went to the game. It's because it's because it was like, hey, buy this bobblehead and get free parking, and you get money towards a future purchase. Oh, it all a full circle, circular. It's like a circle. There's gonna be a lot of cool stuff happening at Dodger Stadium, but the most important thing you're gonna have fans. Uh, I'm I'm really excited to have everybody really be able to explore Janet Marie Smith's opus if we want to call it i mean it's that stadium is beautiful i don't know much of it you have explored and walked around in your couple of games there. i have searched for a michelada sausage high and low <laughs> i have seen every corner every crevice of that entire facility every square foot has been covered by me in my endeavor uh-huh. to taste a michi sausage that i have yet to enjoy guys you everybody you have a sworn duty if you are going to a dodger game from here on out from the 15th going forward you find that damn sausage for brooke and you send him a picture of your sausage. That's at BrookMe3 on Twitter and Instagram. <laughs> Ryan says, Brooke in, ni- Brooke in 2019, I don't like people. Brooke in 2021, looking forward to seeing people. And if that's not on brand, I don't know what is. Ryan knows I don't like people. Good he really call. doesn't. Good call, Ryan. really doesn't. Anyways, guys, that's about it. Gary's here, and we got to talk real big-time Gary stuff. Gary, yell. Hi. That was, that was Gary. <laughs> that's not a Gary button. Anyways, or either. Guys, we appreciate you hanging out with us. Go Dodgers. Oh, yeah. What's your prediction for the series? Uh, we, Three we, against Philly. Oh. Uh, <laughs> we got some tough pitching matches, man. I'll tell you that. Yeah. I think we win tonight. Does that make you feel better? <laughs> oh, who's pitching tonight? Uh, Gonsolin against uh, some child. Catman. I should have known. I did the lineup fun. Catman yeah. against some t- child that started only pitched like 13 innings this year or something like that. I, I think Catman's going to come out, and uh, he's going to show out. Uh, two or three. I'm going two or three. Two or three is good. Is Kershaw starting the series? Yeah, but he starts against Zach Wheeler. Kershaw's going to lose again. It's just a bad time for everybody. That's the way it's going to be. It's going to be an L for the Kershaw. Sorry, I didn't mean to put that into the ethos, but you guys know I've been at least solid on my my series predictions this year. Apparently not on Jags, but find more about it and find more about us on DodgersNation.com. There's a whole about section. There's a nice picture of Brooke. There's a nice picture of me. There's a nice picture of Gary. <laughs> We are at DodgersNation.com. Subscribe to our podcast. We are Blue Heaven Podcast on iTunes, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Google Play, Stitcher Radio, Player FM, Pandora, everywhere your podcasts are available for free. Please do subscribe to us on YouTube, YouTube.com slash DodgersNationTV. Hit that notification bell. You'd be glad you did. And go pick up some stuff over at GearUp.LA. We got a uh, Father's Day sale going on right now. If you're watching, you can get 20% off if you go and use the promo code. It's a Father's Day 21, I believe. Double check on our Instagram. That's only on Monday, though. Every And you have 15% off Tuesday through Friday, and then 10% off over the weekend. Go gear up for your return to Dodger Stadium. I wasn't listening at all. Guys, my name is Brooke. You can find me at Brooke Me3. You can find this guy over at RealFRG. We're both on Twitter and Instagram. We're at Dodger Nation on Twitter, at Official Dodger Nation on Instagram. Thank you guys for hanging out with us. Thank you for your questions. Thank you for your comments. Thank you for that one Astros fan. We really appreciate you for being dumber than a bag of rocks. I don't know. Love you guys. Go Dodgers. See you Thursday. Bye. In a roaring stadium, 
Their silence is deafening. 136 Israelis are still being held hostage by Hamas. Bring them home. Bring them home. 